Coming up, we're going to be looking at five quotes from Seneca's Letters from a Stoic. Welcome to the Academy of Reason podcast, where we discuss classical strategies and tactics from around the world for developing inner freedom, self-mastery, and excellence. Our first quote comes from Letter 16. If you want a man to keep his head when a crisis comes, you must give him some training before it comes. This was the aim of the man who once every month pretended they were poor. So my dear Lucilius, start following these men's practices and appoint certain days on which to give up everything and make yourself at home with next to nothing. Sometimes this can be looked at as a little extreme, but this definitely will help you appreciate what you have and understand you don't need stuff to be happy. Okay, number two is, it's from letter 28. Are you really surprised as if it were something unprecedented that so long a tour and such a diversity of scenes not have not enabled you to throw off this melancholy and feeling of depression? Here is what Socrates said to someone who was making the same complaint. How can you wonder your travels do you no good when you carry yourself around with you? You are saddled with the very thing that drove you away. As it is, instead of traveling, you are rambling and drifting, exchanging one place for another when the thing you are looking for, the good life, is available everywhere. This is very common today. Even 2,000 years later, after he wrote this, we think that we are feeling down and that we need to go on a vacation. So, you know, we're feeling down. We're like, okay, I need a vacation. I'll feel so much better. But what, what he's saying is that you're down because of how you choose to judge things that are happening to you, also how, what you value. So maybe you're valuing the wrong things. You just need to reflect and change yourself and figure out what's bothering you and really kind of think about that. Um, so, for example, sometimes maybe something that's bothering you, think about if it's something that's in your control or if it's not in your control. If it's not in your control, but you're feeling very bothered by it, then you're kind of wasting your time and you're causing yourself these issues. Now, if you go traveling, you're always going to be bringing your mindset with you because you, no matter where you go, there you are, right? That's like some quote from somewhere. I can't remember where it's from, but anywhere you go, there you are. So you need to work on yourself and maybe think about your thought process and how to deal with these things. The better thing to do is make yourself into the person that can deal with the issues that you're dealing with. All right, number three. This comes from letter 33. Zeno said this, Cleanthes said that. What have you said? Produce something from your own resources. Let's have some differences between you and the books. How much longer are you going to be a pupil? But surely you're going to walk in your predecessor's footsteps. Yes, indeed. I shall use the old road, but if I find a shorter and easier one, I shall open it up. The men who pioneer the old routes are our leaders, not our masters. Truth lies open to everyone. There has yet to be a monopoly on the truth, and there is plenty of it left for future generations too. All right, here's my take on this one. Of course, it's fulfilling to learn. We all like to learn new things and explore, but we shouldn't get caught up in thinking that there's not more to find out for ourselves and that everything has been discovered and that whatever's in a book is the end-all be-all and that's the only way to do something when there's many different ways to do something or different ways to approach things. 
and we should continue to improve on ideas or find new things and look for more. And it, we shouldn't stop and just think, okay, we we have, we found the truth and that's it. No, he's, he's saying there's plenty of truth out there less for more people to find and future ge generations to look for. And that's why we should continue to do, do, you know, continue the same work that they're doing. That's my take anyway. We're on number four, letter 123. Even the wealthy and the well-provided are continually met and frustrated by difficult times and situations. It is in no man's power to have whatever he wants, but he has in his power to not wish for what he doesn't have and cheerfully make the most of the things that do come his way. I'm going to pause here to discuss this point that he's making here and then go on to the other part. Many times we think that a person that is a movie star that is rich and famous or has a better life than we, we think those people have no frustrations, no problems, and they're just living the best life ever. And this is definitely not the case. No matter how much stuff you have, you're always going to have problems. You're always going to have frustrations and things that irritating you and things like that. So we must focus on becoming the person who does not let those things bother us or we should focus on making a, ourselves into the person that can deal with these problems that we're inevitably going to have no matter what happens in our life. If you're rich, if you're poor, if you're famous, if you're not famous, whatever. Um, what we should make sure is we value the right things and valuing our peace of mind and inner freedom. All right, continue on. continuing on. One of the causes of the troubles that beset us is that one of the causes of the troubles that beset us is the way our lives are guided by the examples of others. Instead of being set to rights by reason, instead of being set to rights by reason, we're seduced by convention. There are things that we shouldn't wish to imitate if they were done by only a few, but when a lot of people start doing them, we follow along as though a practice becomes more respectable by becoming more common. Once they have become general, mistaken ways acquire in our minds the status of correct ones. This is just another way of saying, just because everyone else is doing something, doesn't mean you should do it. Like, But you know, everyone's heard that, you know, think for yourself, uh, be a leader, all these types of things is kind of what he's saying, right? And it's very true. It's like mom mentality. People fall into it. And it's very easy to fall into. Hey, if everyone else is doing it, it must make sense. It must be right. Instead of actually thinking, okay, does this actually make sense? Before you kind of dive into it. Again, it's crazy. 2,000 years ago, they're saying some stuff that's so relevant today. All right, we're on number five here. This is from letter seven. Withdraw into yourself. As far as you can, associate with those who will make a better man of you. Welcome those whom yourself can improve. The process is mutual, for men learn why they teach. So this is another way of saying, I mean, he's saying a, a couple things here, but a good example of what I've heard before is you're the average of five people you spend your most time with. Um, be around people that's going to make you better. Uh, birds of a feather flock together. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that before. Same idea. And it's funny how these, these eternal truths 
are passed through several cultures, several everything, because it's a truth. It's, it's a fact, right? Um, and that's why it's cool to learn from these things. And when you hear it from different areas, it kind of reconfirms that this is a principle that's definitely true. So you definitely got to wa watch who you're associating with. And also you throw something else in here. So only hang around people that are going to make you better, but also be willing to help those that you can improve. Because by helping someone else improve, you're also reinforcing those principles that you're teaching them. And you're actually, you're actually getting better and learning yourself. Um, we used to, you know, in the Navy, we used to do, um, we would do, uh, teach backs. So once you do a teach back, basically you're teaching back what you learned. And after you learn it, you teach it to, to the class. And when you're teaching it to the class is helping you learn and there is reinforcing for them. And also it's reinforcing for you because you're teaching it and you have to actually know it to be able to teach it. And it helps you learn it that much better. So again, I think it's just crazy that, um, this is 2000 years ago. These guys are writing this stuff. And, uh, sometimes I think we, we learn these things, you know, as human beings, they, they learn these things. And then they, I think we, then as society, we forget them. And then we relearn the same things over again. Pretty interesting. That brings us to the end of the episode. I hope this podcast is beneficial to you. As always, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to the Academy of Reason podcast. I'm having fun. I don't know about you guys. If you enjoy the podcast, please rate and review it so other people can find it. It's greatly appreciated. Until then, this is Casey. Have a good one, guys. See you next time.